Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall. Uh, Roar and I are very excited for today's episode. We are going to be talking uh, a little bit about uh, Disney adaptations, uh, talk about uh, the Mighty Ducks uh, series on Disney+. Plus. We did just finish uh, season one. I know uh, we paused there for a bit and watching it, but uh, got back to it and finished it. And uh, we're going to give a little bit of a review on that, um, as well as good amount of news out there guys we're going to talk about some different news issues going on um in the entertainment industry and uh yeah see what you guys think of it so with that being said uh wanted to let you guys know aurora uh did enjoy her fourth of july uh she is not a huge fan of fireworks they do intimidate intimidate her uh quite a bit but um she did enjoy her fourth of july we got her uh little bit bigger treats than usual so she she did enjoy that but she did have to go on her usual run uh for the day uh or her walk and then uh yeah we brushed her teeth as usual too she she gets pretty upset with that she's like guys you know it's a holiday you know can we not just brush my teeth please because she hates that but uh now we brush her teeth every single day religiously so she did have to have that done uh but she did very much enjoy the fourth of july um hope you guys did as well Moving on uh, to quit talking about Aurora, she wanted us to make sure to tell everybody how how much we punish her by making a, her have her teeth brushed every day, um, even on holidays. So now we'll move past that since we um, at least hit our quota for Aurora time for the, the podcast today to talk about the Mighty Ducks series season one. Guys, this was great. Uh, we really enjoyed watching it before. Uh, didn't finish the series and then we finally went back, got to watch it, um, and yeah, I thought it was pretty great. Um, you know, we really enjoyed it. Um, you know, Aurora was upset that they didn't feature a dog at any point, like ice skating. Um, that's the next thing she wants to try now, apparently. I don't know if we'll ever actually get there, but she uh, does want to do that now. However, um, Outside of, you know, just enjoying it overall, it was a, it was a really good series. Uh, they incorporated a lot of great things, and it did get better and better as it kept going. It really, really did. Uh, they brought back some old characters. Uh, they incorporated some fresh content um, in a very good way. They didn't stick on, you know, things like going downhill or negative reactions all that long, um, which is good. You know, I hate to be stuck in limbo knowing, like, oh, this person's going to practice with the other team and all his people, all his friends are going to be mad at him. Well, okay, some series will like have him be on the opposing team for like three or four episodes. And it's like, guys, we know that he's going to come back and be on his regular team again at some point. Like, we know that's going to happen. So please don't just prolong that and let's move on to new content. And so they did a good job of that. They did a good job of moving on and not sticking on the same thing and, and letting all that any little negative situation become a, a big problem and, and bore us uh, a bit. So, however, there were some challenges uh, that we had uh, with the ending of season one. Okay. Um, mainly from like a logistical standpoint to make it realistic. And so for those of you who have not watched the series, um, have not finished watching it, um, we are going to give you a little bit of time here to um, stop and pause this episode so there's no spoilers. Okay, Aurora said it's time's up. You've been warned. So, 
Um, spoiler alert. So they are up against uh, a team for states, um, which is, you know, their overall goal is to win state. And um, they make it there. They're up against the Mighty Ducks team, right? Which is the bad guys in this uh, situation. And being up against them, they are getting ready to play and one of their players is severely hurt like she has a huge problem with her knee um she wants to play no one wants her to play though uh she's like i'm going to play we have to have you know enough active players we have to have 10 active players on the roster to compete and you know eventually everybody says like well you don't have to forfeit like we're all gonna forfeit because if you're gonna go out there and play we're not gonna let you go hurt yourself like that so all her teammates, you know, basically took care of her and made sure she didn't she didn't play. So they forfeited. But here's my problem, guys. I I played sports. I majored in sports management. Like I I know a little bit about sports. And so when someone says you need ten active players on your roster, that doesn't mean you actually have to play them. It doesn't mean you have to play them. So to me, this was a stupid reason to come up with this drama for making them forfeit it, it, it didn't make any sense i mean one i think everybody would have wanted to see them win state i think everybody would have wanted to see that but regardless of wanting to see them win state i mean guys it's it's so frustrating it's so frustrating because we didn't even get to see them play because of something that was easily avoidable Okay, 10 active players doesn't mean that all active players have to play. She could have sat on the bench the entire time and not played. And they still could have competed. It makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. So, that's my thing. They, they forfeited because of something that they didn't need to. Uh, it seems like someone at... Disney or wherever needs to do their homework because if you're a sports person, you're a sports fan, you will know that just because you're an active player on the roster doesn't mean that you're going to play. It means you can, but it doesn't mean you're going to. So they easily could have said that she's an active player and just have her sit on the friggin' bench the whole time. Like, that. there's, there's no issue with that. I don't understand. So someone should have done their homework on that. Um, I think it could have been better in that regard. Um, you know, there would really not be any reason that she would have to go on the ice um, if she was an active player and just sat on the bench the whole game. There, there shouldn't really have to be one. Um, so yeah, it. I don't know. It's just, it's a little, a little frustrating um, with with that technicality there at the end that shouldn't really have been a technicality so whatever um moving on anyway um real quick right before we move on it is great is great um you know series um if you're a mighty ducks fan you will really enjoy it so you know please watch it it's a great series um they did really really good job with it um but that technicality at the end will definitely frustrate you if you understand sports 
Okay, so moving on, and we're going to talk about the um, Disney adaptations here. All right, guys, so we're going to talk about some Disney adaptations, but we're going to talk about Disney adaptations that, not necessarily that they are a dark adaptation, but they they take away from the core content of the storyline or the uh, movie that it was based off of, okay? And it's interesting here because you will you will see that a lot of these have not done so well. They have not done so well after later on, um, at least depending on what it is, right? So first up, um, we're talking about Alice in Wonderland, okay? So they did Alice in Wonderland. Uh, they did it with uh, the movie with Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter. Um, that's what everybody was, everybody remembers it from. And this movie, it, it was kind of the first movie to kind of go this way, but um they really went a dark way with it right the entire movie had a dark tone to it a darker tone to it than most disney fans would have thought of especially for an alice in wonderland i mean i know alice in wonderland was a little out there anyway but they really really dove into that um and they adapted you know they adapted it to you know gain like a cult following there and i think they did but that cult following was not big enough for continued success. It didn't do all that well, really, in the box office. And even after the first one, you know, they, they did a sequel that just absolutely bombed. Like, the sequel absolutely bombed. And the reason why is because people really didn't enjoy the first one all that much. I think they did a good job with it. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. But... They did stray away from, you know, so much of the original content. Not necessarily from a storyline standpoint, but they strayed away from it from, like, a character look, character feel, character development standpoint. You know, the Mad Hatter was a little bit, was very different um, in personality than what you would have expected. Um, you know, and, and the Evil Queen... Her um, guard and the Jabberwocky that came in, and then you beheaded the Jabberwocky. I mean, I think what you what happened is you made this movie that a lot of people want to share with their children because oh wow, this is a live action of a cartoon I loved growing up. My kids watch this cartoon; they'll love this. Let's watch it. Oh no, they can't watch this. The princess in it, Alice in Wonderland. Alice, you know, cuts the head off something like. She can't watch this. My kids can't watch this. Um, so, yeah, that that sucked, guys. It really did. Um, you know, the Mad Hatter's head spun in 360 degrees. They introduced a brand new villain, which was a very, very, like for kids, very scary, intimidating villain. Um, you know, the Jabberwock. And, you know, Alice beheaded it with a sword. That's not kid-friendly content. So you take a kid-friendly content concept and then you change it, which is okay, but you made it so dark that kids couldn't watch it and when you advertise it, you didn't really advertise and promote it the best to just adults. Um, so the second one didn't do that good. Again, overall, I liked it. I thought it was good, but... It just didn't. It didn't do that well in the box office, and it didn't support it um, to be able to do a sequel. Definitely, because uh, the sequel just bombed for sure. 
So, next one we're going to talk about here is Once Upon a Time. Okay, now Once Upon a Time uh, came on ABC years ago. This was a, a series that started up. I did not watch this when it was on TV. Um, I didn't watch it till many years later. Um, well, maybe not many years later, but years later um, when I was watching it on Netflix. And this was a great series, guys. Like, if you have not seen Once Upon a Time, I believe it will be on Disney Plus now. It should be on Disney Plus anyway. If you have not seen Once Upon a Time, please start watching that series and watch it all the way through. It is amazing. Like, I started watching this, and uh, as me and my me and my uh, wife, we started to watch this, and you know, we just we just sat there, and at first, I was like. This isn't going to be that good. I don't want to watch it. Like, she'd been wanting to watch it for a while. I kept putting it off. And eventually it was like, you know what? Just forget it. Let's let's watch it. After, like, two episodes, it was like, okay, this has a chance to be really interesting. And then after about five episodes, it was like, okay, we're hooked. This, this thing's great. They did such a good job. Now, the certain characters they depicted certain ways I didn't agree with. Certain storyline changes I, I didn't agree with. But... This story changed everyone's story in Disney, but it brought everyone in Disney together. It incorporated <clears throat> every every story from Beauty and the Beast to Snow White to um, you know Ariel. Like everyone was involved, and it had them all functioning around the same show, functioning within the same show, <clears throat> and. Um, yeah, everything was altered, but it was spectacular content. Um, I think they did such a wonderful job. Again, if you guys haven't seen it, please, please watch it. Now, this show got a lot of love. Um, it did really, really well. And Disney hasn't promoted it as much, but there actually is a secondary like version of it now called Once Upon a Time um, in Wonderland or something like that. I have not started watching that one yet. Um, my wife hasn't started asking me to watch it yet. We loved the original Once Upon a Time so much. Like, I don't know how the second series of it is going to be. Like, it's not like a reboot. It's 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 kind of just a different concept, I guess. I can't imagine it's going to tie in with Once Upon a Time all that much. But we'll see. Maybe it, maybe it does. But I just don't think it's going to be able to do justice of the original one, which did an amazing job. But, you know, characters from Peter Pan, Captain Hook, you know, uh, Robostilskin, like all these different characters came to be a part of it. Great job of acting, like great casting, really great casting um, for roles um, in the movie or in the show. And man, I just I just think it was really, really great. This one done well, and I think the reason why it did well, as opposed to Alice in Wonderland, was because they changed this, and they didn't necessarily change it to be dark. They changed it to be real, okay? They changed this to more realistic content, not as much stuck in a fairy tale thing, even though there was magical things and, and fairy tale stuff a part of it. It was really made to look like it was within the real world concepts, and that's what made it unique and Everyone knew this was going to be an adult series. This was going to be something that my kids weren't going to watch. 
Everybody knew that. Guys, that's awesome. Like, so adults were watching this. Kids didn't watch it, and they shouldn't have watched it. But it was really, really great content, and I think that's why. They didn't focus on making it dark without trying to say they're making it dark. They didn't. They didn't. They clearly shown that it was an adult thing, not for kids. Um, and I think that's what helped give it um, more success than uh, the movie uh, for Alice in Wonderland. Okay? All right, and the last one that we're going to talk about here for today's episode, anyway, is Milan, the live-action um, movie that came out on Disney Plus during the pandemic last year. Um, so, guys, I don't know if many of you have seen it. Uh, if you don't have Disney Plus, you probably have not. But this adaptation, I I enjoyed the movie. Like, I, like, I like movies, right? I, I enjoy a lot of movies. It's very rare for me to be like, oh, yeah, that movie absolutely sucked. I'll never watch it again. Like, that will rarely happen for me. Um, so I did enjoy it from a movie standpoint, but I was so, so disappointed. Guys, it it really sucked to me from a standpoint of being compared to the real Milan, the regular Milan movie. I was not a fan of this. Um, guys, it, it eliminated key characters, beloved characters. Mushu wasn't there. Cricket wasn't there. Like, Cricket, okay? Cricket wasn't a part of it. Mushu wasn't a part of it. They changed a lot of the concepts. Like, seriously, they made Mulan, like, an MCU hero. Like, she had superpowers and all this crap. Like, ugh, <laughs> uh, sucked. It really sucked, guys. Like, I hated the stuff that they changed. Um, the Huns were also depicted very differently as well. The leader of the Huns was not really... Like, to me, he shouldn't have been that much of a baddie because they had this evil, like, witch woman as a part of it that was completely introduced out of nowhere. And then there was stupid stuff in the movie that happened. Like, the guy shot an arrow at someone, got them, and then as Milan is, like, sitting there, like, so sad that this person just got shot with an arrow, like, he could have shot another arrow. It's not like you only carry one. Like, he could have hit Milan right afterward. But no, that didn't happen. Like, there's just there's just stuff a part of it that just didn't make any sense to me. Again, they introduced all this magical stuff, and you know, I get the spiritual things. Like that was a part of it. You know, the spirit animals that, you know, um, the ancestors that protected you and things like that. But that wasn't really what this was. This was like your chi, and this was like superhuman ability with your chi, and and all this stuff, and apparently, like, no one's ever, no one ever has ever done this except for Milan, because no one else in the movie could do it, even the leader of the, the armies, like, it just didn't make any sense, guys, it really didn't, um, I, I thought they could have done a much better job if they would have stuck to the basics, stuck to the story, um, and it bombed, it really didn't do all that well, um, you know, when they did the purchase, because they made you purchase it, uh, for the first uh, two weeks or month or something like that, it didn't do all that well, guys, um, and I'm I'm here to tell you the reason why is because out of the first few people watched it and they said, "Hey, I didn't like this." Like the, you know, they pulled away, they took away Mushu, and they took away the, this and this, and they changed this. They put magic in it and like turned Milan into some superhero thing. Like, guys, the whole concept is like a regular woman can do the same as a guy. So why do you take and give her friggin' superpowers? Like that defeats the whole stupid purpose. Of what you're trying to teach. <sighs> Whatever. It was frustrating. 
it was frustrating guys i'm not i'm not upset i'm not bitter about it at all as you can tell but um yeah it was definitely definitely frustrating to see those changes the way that they made it uh in the adaptation now i'll probably still watch it again at some point you know it was a decent quality film but um man you know i just really hated the way that they went about it you know the casting was really good for milan i mean that that girl was was great um i can't think of her name but she did a really good job and um yeah i just would have liked to have seen them do a better job just sticking to the basics right so with that being said that's the last adaptation we'll talk about and the reason that we're talking about these guys is because we're seeing a consistent pattern here if you're doing a movie that is an adaptation a pure adaptation of a animated film you need to stick to the basics okay why did aladdin do well yes there were a few things that it changed but it didn't change a lot of core content material it didn't do that uh, it may have introduced some minor characters and things but that's it so aladdin really stuck to the core of what it was um you know beauty and the beast um with emma watson um you know that stuck out um because that did well because it was a film that you know it it stuck to the core it really did it didn't change up all these things the story was the same the characters were the same they just told it in a great great visual right a great real life visual and that's what people want to see from these adaptations. They don't want to see all this crap changed up. Core content changed. Like People don't want to see that of these films. Yes, if you're doing a mix-up where you're mashing everyone together in a new story, like Once Upon a Time, okay, people will understand that. That's, that's all right. But if it's a movie adaptation from a movie you've already done, keep it simple. Stick to the basics, and people will enjoy it a lot better. So... That's what we're trying to point out here. Hopefully Disney can continue doing that moving forward and stop getting off track and changing core characters because I am so offended that Mushu was not a part of the Mulan movie. I, I loved Mushu. He's one of my favorite Disney characters, honestly. So it's very upsetting that he was cut out of that. With that being said, uh, we will jump into the new snooze uh, part of this episode. And Aurora is asleep right now with her head under a little pillow um because she likes to sleep during the news she said it's boring but she did give me a list of things to make sure to tell you guys that she would not be awake to talk about so let's jump right into it Megan fox uh, has come out and said that she wants to join the mcu or dcu dceu okay so do i i would love to be a marvel superhero I would love to be paid by Disney. I would I would love to do the same thing, Mega Fox. So why are you coming out publicly and like doing a thing about it and like trying to get some attention for it? Because guess what? They ain't gonna want you, okay? You're a bad actress. You've done really like some some bad movies as far as like what Disney would want to represent them. Um Yeah. And and your career's been dying off. I mean, ever since Transformers, like after that, it's just died off. So Transformers didn't even want you back. So why would why would they want you to be a part of this? Like, I don't understand. I really don't. Um, I mean, maybe DC would do it to get some people in the theaters to watch. You know, to to watch you because you know you're eye candy or whatever. You're like you're like one of these girls that people love to go watch. Like they had a movie called Jennifer's Body 
that you starred in, okay? And probably everyone that went to the theaters was some type of, you know, if not pedophile, some guy that just, you know, likes to, you know, watch girls and stuff, probably goes to strip clubs and things like that. Like, he probably didn't get the best audience from that type of film. She also came out and said that she wants to do a sequel of Jennifer's Body or make it into a TV series. Why? Why? So you're literally contradicting yourself because you can't have both. You can't keep doing this, like, weird, sickish type of film or TV series and also want to be a part of the MCU. Disney's not going to do that. Like, you're so stupid. Like, that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I don't find her to be a very talented actress. I, I you know, really didn't enjoy seeing her in a lot of films. Um, I've not seen Jennifer's Body, nor will I see Jennifer's Body, because it just sounds too creepy for me to watch. I, I will feel like I'm a pedophile or something if I watch that film. I can just tell automatically, so I'm not going to be watching that. Um, so anyway, that was said. Really stupid. Um, but... If, in fact, Megan Fox does end up getting casted into two of these, you know what? Aurora and I are definitely going to put our names in the hat because, hey, we're we're probably just as qualified out there to do that. Uh, probably would be a better fit, too. All right, and the Fantastic Four cast announcement for the reboot is not coming anytime soon. Guys, we're super excited about this. Uh, you know, Disney is um, going to be re rebooting uh, Fantastic Four, which has historically failed and bombed at the box office over and over. Uh, they are going to be rebooting it, and they're not going to be announcing the cast for quite a while, which I am super excited about because, guys, they've done such a horrible job. Take your time, okay? Just like Sean Connery's character said in The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, take your time, all right? That's what you need to do. Take your time with this. Get the right actors. Get the right story. Get everything right because people who are Fantastic Four fans are tired of seeing it suck. They really are. Um, so really excited about that. Then, uh, another Fast and Furious spinoff has been announced, guys. Another one. So they did the Hobbs and Shaw thing. Now they're going to do a spinoff of Charlize Theron's character. I don't even know what her character name is, um, in the films, but they're doing a spinoff of her now. Guys, just stop. Just stop. Just, just stop it, please. This... It's ridiculous. Like, it, literally, it's like Universal is literally sitting there looking at everyone in the face and saying, we have nothing else. We can literally not come up with anything else to do. Let's just make Fast and Furious movies. Like, that's it. Like, they're doing such a good job with Jurassic World. They've, they've done a great job with that franchise. And um, obviously, it feels like it's going to come to an end pretty soon. And... They've done nothing else. Like, they're just starting to maybe do some more Transformers stuff, and we'll see how that goes. But it's like they're giving up on doing anything else. They're just banking Fast and Furious as much as they can. And, guys, that's not that's not going to do it. That's, that's, that's not going to keep you afloat for the rest of your, your days, Universal. Like... At some point, you're going to have to stop because people are going to stop going to the movies. Like, I wish people would stop going to the movies already. This is crazy. Like, and it's all international money. Like, the U.S. is not paying a ton of money to go to these movies. It's all international companies where they're making these movies. Maybe people overseas think that, oh, this is actually how America is, and this is actually how things go in America. I don't know. But it's not, guys. So, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's tired. It's old. Like, they've done enough. Move on. 
move on, please. Maybe even reboot it if you want. I don't care. Whatever. At this point, you've ruined the franchise enough for people that love the original. And if you really love all the new stuff, you don't really care about the originals. So the entire concept has fans in certain spots, and they don't love all of it. So I don't care at this point. But just stop. It's just tiring, and it's just a money grab. Do something original, something fresh, something new. That's what we want to see from Universal, guys. That's what we want to see. Huh. Anyway, James Franco. James Franco is he is going to be paying a two point two million dollar bill pretty soon. Uh, so he's going to be paying paying two point two million dollars to settle a sexual misconduct claim uh, that a woman has made against him. Uh. This is really odd to me because he's paying $2.2 million to shut this woman up, basically. Yet he is saying that he didn't do a lot of it, but he just wants this to be done and over with. He didn't do a lot of things that she says happened, but he's paying her. So here's my challenge with this. James Franco is going to be in other films. He's not going to be written off his celebrity status. He's not going to be kept out of films. So why in the heck have we put Johnny Depp on a crucifix and destroyed his entire legacy of film right now? He's cut off from all of the films he was doing. Why have we completely done that with him? But James Franco, all he's doing is paying $2.2 million to shut shut up this woman, and now people aren't going to be talking about this. But people will continue talking about Johnny Depp. I just think it's a double standard. I, I Like I said... It, like I said before on this podcast, like I don't know what Johnny Depp did. None of us do. Um, it will come out hopefully um, in the in the trials and in the legal through the legal process. Uh, hopefully everything will be brought to light, and he will get what he deserves, or whoever will get what they deserve. Like I, I don't care either way. I just want justice to come out. But the challenge I have, it, it, again, it's not caring about like this or that. It's not. It's not playing favorites or either of these people. I like both both actors quite a bit, but the fact that it's a double standard because Johnny Depp is actually sitting there trying to say I didn't do it. I'm not guilty at all, and he's getting crapped on by everybody. But James Franco is coming out and saying, oh, I didn't do some of this stuff, but I may have upset them in other ways, so I'm going to pay them $2.2 million to shut them up, and oh, everything's fine. Why? Why? This is a double standard, and it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, guys. Um, so whatever. I, I, I think that's really dumb, and um, I think if you're going to crucify uh, Johnny Depp for allegations that haven't been completely proven yet or anything like that. Like, like I said, I, I'm not favoring either way. I'm just saying it hasn't been fully proven yet. The trial's still going on. Like Things are still happening and moving there, um, so we don't know everything yet. Um, so re- regardless, like you crucify him for things that is not fully done yet, but James Franco is shutting all this off and accepting certain things, and you're not crucifying him. It just seems kind of weird to me. seems kind of weird. Definitely a double standard for sure. All right, and Disney changes uh, the name of Slave One in Star Wars to Boba Fett's Starship. Everybody, if you're not a big Star Wars fan, a huge Star Wars fan, you're not going to even know what ship Slave One is. 
like Duff Goldman, who owns Ace of Cakes Bakery in Baltimore, um, great Food Network celebrity, he knows what Slave 1 is, but he's a big Star Wars fan. So if you're not a big Star Wars fan, you're not going to know what Slave 1 is. Like if I went to you and said, hey, like what does Slave 1 look like? You're not going to be able to tell me that. But this is a ship, it's a famous ship from Star Wars that diehard fans love, and they know, and they care about it. Disney changed the name from Slave 1 to Boba Fett Starship. And a lot of people are very upset by this, and I agree with them. This is absolutely ridiculous that you change this name. It's absolutely stupid that you change this name. Disney is on this hiatus of trying to fix everything possible that somebody could say bad about them before it's ever discussed. And what happens is you're going overboard with it. This is absolutely stupid. Every fan that actually knows the name of Slave 1 is an actual Star Wars fan. And they're not going to sit and hate on Star Wars and hate on you by keeping an original content name in there. Because they're fans. No one else knows the name. No one else cares about the name. Except now because you made headlines with it. This is absolutely stupid. It's bonkers that you thought you had to change this. And now you've pissed a lot of people off. And I'm pissed off for one. It's the right ship. Okay? It's the right name of it. That's the name of it. Keep it where it is. It's absolutely stupid. There's a lot of slave content. There's a lot of content in Star Wars about slavery and things like that. There's a lot of that in the galaxy of Star Wars. Well, you're not going to go and just erase that, are you? Because then there's no content. Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader was a slave. Like, guys, what are you going to do? Just retcon all of Star Wars? Can't do that, can you? Like, I just I just think it's stupid. I think it was redundant. Um, I think they jumped the gun and they changed something that they didn't need to. Out of just anxiety or worry. Like, I, I'm just frustrated over that. Not that you guys can tell, but I'm frustrated over that. Anyway, moving on. Black Panther Wakanda Forever begins production. Um, so they've begun production on Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, very excited about this. I, I really enjoyed the first Black Panther film. Big fan of it. Um, I I do think it got a little too serious at times on certain content and stuff like that, but I really, really enjoyed the film. One of my favorites of the MCU. Um, and Black Panther Wakanda Forever hopefully will be another great film um, showcasing Wakanda and Black Panther. Um, so very excited about that. Next, Jurassic Park and Transformers crossover. Not on the big screen, though, from a toy standpoint. So there is a, a, a couple toys that are coming out. Uh, that have been made, and they're mixing Jurassic Park with Transformers. It's a T-Rex and one of the Jurassic Park Jeeps. The Jurassic Park Jeep transforms into an Autobot, and the Jurassic Park um, Dinosaur transforms into a Decepticon. At least I think that it's an Autobot and Decepticon. I think that's what it is. Regardless, I want these toys. I need to get them. It is awesome. They look great. Um, however, I will say the T-Rex really, really mirrors uh, the Beast Wars Megatron. And I feel like that's a little lame. Like, you couldn't have come up with something a little more original. I feel like they should have done that. But whatever. Anyway, great concept. Love the toys. I think they should do a lot more Transformers uh, toys with um, some other content out there. 
I really think they should. You know, Jurassic Park is just one of those. You know, they need to go back and do some more Transformers of Star Wars characters. They need to do some Transformers. How about you do Transformers of, like, Lord of the Ring characters or something? Like, I don't know. Maybe that wouldn't work as much. Yeah, probably not. But, like, do it of Godzilla and King Kong. Oh, my God. That'd be epic. Do two Transformers of Godzilla and King Kong. How epic would that be? That'd be awesome. I, I want to see that. So, anyway, great. Would love to see it. Um, next, and this one, big shout-out for my mom here. She, huge Stephen King fan, one of the biggest Stephen King fans that I know. Um, he has a new TV series uh, that is going to be coming out. It will air in August, and it is based on Chapel Wait. Okay, and that's the name of the series. It's called Chapel Wait. Um, TV series will air in August. So, Mom, be on the lookout for that. Avatar, the last Airbender producers have long-term plans for Avatar Universe. Guys, this was great. I actually looked at some concept artwork for this. Um, it's awesome. It's got the characters all grown up from the Avatar, um, and you know, grown up, mature. And I am, I love the Avatar animated series. I, I, you know, I love the av the animated um, TV series that was on. Uh, really big fan of it. I don't own it. Need to own it at some point pretty soon. I definitely will buy it at some point and watch all those. I think it was an awesome concept. Love the Avatar. Uh, really hated that they ruined the movie so dang much. Like, seriously, that was a movie that I will tell you I hated it. It sucked, and I will never watch it again. Absolutely never watch it again. It was absolutely awful, okay? They basically took, like, Rihanna and... and um, Rihanna and Usher and said, hey, guys, uh, we want you to um, make some dance uh, fighting uh, choreography and we'll make things move around in this movie. It was absolutely awful. It was atrocious. Um, so I would love for them to continue doing some more things with animated series, uh, do an adult version. Um, honestly, I would like them to reboot and do a live action that actually does it justice. Please, please, let's see that. I think they could do such a good job with this content um and maybe this is something that you know nickelodeon i think nickelodeon's the one that showcased avatar you know maybe universal can get in on this because they've had a relationship with nickelodeon every now and then maybe universal can get in there maybe do something really cool from a live action standpoint i don't know um and do it justice but um yeah so the live action um is not going to happen at, at any point at any rate right now a reboot will not happen but there, there is long-term plans for an Avatar universe, and uh, that makes me excited. So we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, with that being said, uh, we will let you guys go get back to your day on this Tuesday. Um, coming up on 40 minutes now. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for spending the time. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed the content, please like, share, subscribe, uh, send it out, recommend it to your friends. We'd love to get more people listening to the channel and Aurora's opinion. It uh, looks like she's starting to wake up, so we will take her on a walk today, her uh, daily walk that she gets for her exercise, before we get back in and watch some TV and movies later tonight. So, yeah, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. Um, leave us a comment, um, our Facebook page, emails below. Would love any feedback on the channel to make it you know better, more entertaining for you. Uh, even episodes you guys want to hear about or see us do, I uh, would love to share our thoughts with anything that you do want to see or hear about. All right. Thank you guys so much. We'll hear from you next week. Or you'll hear from us next week. Sorry about that. You'll hear from us next week. Thanks. Bye.